week, I'd love to talk a bit more about the single responsibility principle. Uh, from my experiences, it's like the first lower level pattern slash principle you learn. It's kind of like the low hanging fruit when you want to move up a notch. Um, and, and it has a lot of ramifications on the code that you write and not 100% for the better. Uh, from what I've even seen, it can, it can lead you toward writing worse code, at least initially. Uh, but one of the things I have learned is that doesn't mean that single responsibility principle is bad. I think it means that uh, people people get a little too hard-nosed about it. Because here's what immediately happens. You learn this idea that single responsibility principle means a class should have one and only one reason to change. And further, the responsibility for this class should be exactly one thing. So then you start thinking, well, how is that even possible? As an example, if you have a math class with an add method and a subtract method, is that a violation of the single responsibility principle because it's responsible for two different things? And if you're not careful, I think this can lead you down the path of saying, well, it's just BS. It doesn't mean anything. And I don't think that's true. I think you just need a a more loose term for what it means. Uh, For example, uh, recently I've been rereading uh, Practical Object-Oriented Design in Ruby by Cindy Metz. It's a really good book, even for seasoned developers. I would say give it a read. And I think she has a pretty good definition of it. Uh, I'm reading from the book right now. SRP doesn't require that a class do only one very narrow thing or that it change for only a single nitpicky reason. And that's, by the way, uh, as an aside, that's usually the knock against SRP is, well, if, if this changes, does that mean you're violating it? I think that's overthinking it too much. Anyways, one more time. SRP doesn't require that a class do only one very narrow thing or that it change for only a single nitpicky reason. Instead, SRP requires that a class be cohesive, that everything the class does be highly related to its purpose. So that's why uh, for my own projects, when I think of SRP, I don't think of it as this hardcore rule that has to be followed. And if I ever violate it, I'm going to jail. Uh, No, instead, for every class, I like to think, All right, for this bit of code I'm adding, does it make sense that this class is responsible for that? It's just a slight, small, very simple tweak to the wording, but I feel like it has huge ramifications on how you think about your project. No longer are you thinking, well, only only one thing, I, I can't do anything else. No, you're thinking, is it the responsibility of this class? Should this class know about this piece of logic? Does it make sense? Very, very simple terms, but I promise you when, you, when you speak in that way, it might make you change your mindset a little bit. You know, when it, when it comes to object-oriented programming, one of the, one of the core uh, examples and one of the core recommendations is to think of your objects like people. Not that each class is a class person, but no, if, if you think of them as people who have responsibilities, who have behavior, and for each one you think, well, should this dude... If we're to think of it that way, should this dude be responsible for this thing? It, it's a much simpler way to go about it. And when you do that, you might think, well, you know what? He, he or she really shouldn't be responsible for this behavior. It has nothing to do with them. It's really the responsibility of this thing over here. And maybe that's not a, a one-to-one um, description of single responsibility principle, but that's how I work it into my own projects. And I've had a lot of success doing that, I think. I'm trying to think of a a quick and dirty example to give you. 
um, I'm working on a forum series for Laracast, so maybe we'll do that. So maybe you have a thread class and you have a bunch of methods related to inspecting a particular reply. Like maybe you have a, a method called reply is spam. Okay. And then you have another method that says reply is unpublished. And you start to notice that you have a bunch of methods in your thread class that start with the word reply. And then those just do some kind of inspection, some conditional, it looks in the reply, it asks for some value or data, and then it returns Boolean or something like that. Uh, this is a clear indication that something might be missing. Uh, this is like one of the most obvious examples that you're missing a refactor or another class is desperately begging to get out. When you, once again, when you notice that multiple methods in a class begin with the exact same word or sequence of characters. So in this case, once again, a thread class that contains multiple methods that begin with the word reply. So let's ask ourselves that question again. Is it the responsibility of thread to know all of this information about these replies? And you might come to the conclusion that no, it doesn't make sense for thread to know all of this information. Maybe it needs to know that it has replies, but then when it comes to inspecting each individual reply and fetching and extracting data, I'm not so sure that's the responsibility of thread. That's probably the responsibility of reply. So once again, we're using this basic natural language to break down uh, a principle that can be very confusing for people. Should this thing be responsible for that? I'm not so sure. So instead, we're going to take that logic and in translation, all of the methods that begin with the, the word reply, and all of those are going to move over to the reply class. And when you do that, you'll realize, oh, they all began with reply, so I can now strip off that word off of each of these methods, because now the reply instance can call those methods directly. And now it does make more sense for a reply to be responsible for those sets of behavior. Uh, that, that's how I like to think of these things. But yes, yeah, still, like I would say, single responsibility principle can be very confusing at first. As always, these things are meant to help you. They are not meant to lock you down. They are not meant to strap you down. They are meant to give you guidance and nothing more.